Blog Talk Radio. between the kingdom of darkness and the army of God. And there is no demilitarized zone. You're either on the devil's side or you're on the Lord's side. Now we know that the Lord Jesus Christ has won the ultimate victory at Calvary. We know that, don't we? But our mission, our mission is to enforce and maintain all that Jesus purchased for us at Calvary. There's a lot of things that the devil has stolen away from the church. Health, prosperity, peace in our homes and our communities, righteousness in our government. These are things the devil has stolen. But as the army of God, we're taking them back. Amen. Are you with me? And I want to welcome everyone to another episode on this blog talk platform. This is the Five Song Network. I'm Brother Seth, and I want to thank you for your time. Some of you, like I say every week, have so much going on for yourself and to stop by and listen and see what's going on and what the Father will speak tonight through our co-hosts or callers is a blessing. So how's you and yours doing tonight? How are you and yours doing tonight? Hopefully blessed and highly favored, brothers and sisters. Well, just know this. The Most High Yah of Israel, the, who the world called God, is welcome on this broadcast tonight. And Father, we just lift up this broadcast to you, and we just ask you to have your way through the hosts and co-hosts and callers. Father, we just ask that you would uh, speak through your Ruach HaKadosh, your Holy Spirit, uh, in regards to this open forum. Um, Father, lead us. We don't know what we're doing outside of you. Have your way in this open forum tonight. In Yeshua's name we pray. In Yeshua's name we declare. Amen. And we declare, brothers and sisters, that that is indeed, indeed what is going to happen. Because guess what? Brother Seth is not interested in any other type of program. Does that mean it's automatically, thus saith the Lord, no, we have to yield to him. And I'm hoping tonight we would do just that. Because
because we're very serious. A lot, live in a world where there's a lot of there's a lot of great things. First of all, there's a lot of positive things. Everything is not just horrible and just. But um, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, a lot of challenges as well. All right, and so we just want the Most High's blessing on uh, these shows. Speaking of these shows, uh, for those of you that have been following us for some time now um, and uh, you have been blessed by the broadcast uh, over the years, many of you have sent me emails, we want to just remind you to follow the show. Follow the show. Don't just tune in every week like some of y'all do. But follow the show. It don't take that long, brothers and sisters. All you got to do is simply Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. Or just Blog Talk Radio. Okay, Google that. And then when you go to the website, um, actually, you got to find our location. So I take that back. Yes, you need to Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. And then once you are at our site, just simply click on the follow button, fill in the little information. It don't ask you much. No, it don't. It don't ask you much. And then next thing you know, um, you'll be completed. And um, I think it used to ask you to create a show. And if it does, it's only like four or five things that ask you about that show. Create it in five or ten years from now. We have to worry about because, you know, you're not going to really do it no way most of the time. Most of y'all not. So just put it off five or ten years or something, and then just that way you have a, uh, an account. And I want to remind any co-hosts that are not uh, following us as well, I know you figure, well, I'm on the show every week. But go ahead and you as well follow the show. Uh, some of you, I think, haven't quite done that yet. So keep forgetting to remind our co-hosts to follow even. Because the more people follow us, the better it is. Uh, on, we have a bigger uh, uh, presence on the net, and more respect from blog talk and other social uh, net, uh, platforms that are uh, putting us out there. You're just bigger and you're more respected and you get more um, bells and whistles, so to speak, without going too deep into that, okay? All right, brothers and sisters, tonight is open forum, open discussion, and we are talking about um, whatever is on your spirit. We'll say it like that. Not just necessarily what's on your mind, but what's on your spirit, okay? So, as the songs say I open up with, we, uh, we're going, we are definitely going up to the high places, Okay, uh, meaning we're not just going to stay on the earth level dealing with uh, whatever we decide to talk about tonight. Whenever we have an event that we talk about on the earth, we try to go up to the high places, so to speak, uh, as Ephesians talk about, you know, how, how it talks about how we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, that's what we're calling ourselves, doing addressing uh, where all this stuff start, where all these events start. Not even necessarily bad events or evil events, but a lot of the good things, a lot of the, the great things the Father's doing up on the earth, we try, we try to uh, talk about uh, these things from a spiritual standpoint or attacking it or exposing it in the natural realm. That's what we mean by going to the high places, higher than just uh, just the earth's surface. You know, everything, just to give you all a little hint of what I'm talking about, some of you don't quite follow me yet. Um, folks, here at the Fire Stone Network, we believe 
everything that happened in the natural realm first happened in the spiritual realm. Put it like this. Nothing would ever happen if it didn't happen first in the spirit in the spiritual realm or the intangible realm. Let me let me show you what I mean. Every little thing you're doing right now is a thought. It's first intangible. You say, I'm gonna get up and go to the restroom. You think it. You can't put your hand on that. You can't taste, touch and smell that thought. Then you get up and you with your body do it. So your mind and spirit is controlling any and everything you do. Well, so it is in governments. So it is in, in righteous governments. So it is in evil governments. So it is in the New World Order. So it is in the kingdom of the Most High Yah on the earth. Of the kingdom of God. There's many things that is, have been done that is being done and that will be done but first it originates in the spiritual realm brothers and sisters so please know that okay please know that it's very important alright having said that tonight's tonight is open discussion just talking about whatever's on your spirit or whatever's on your heart and uh, it's okay tonight. Uh, if it's off topic, there's no there's no topics on the table. Whatever we start off talking about, we don't have to end it there. So just know that uh, whatever we're talking about, you can interrupt and bring up whatever's on your spirit. And that's the truth. So I just want to say a few things, and then we're going to bring on the co-host. I do want to remind everybody that all of the Five Smooth Stone shows is now dedicated to those Jews or Israelites scattered in the, uh, the diaspora or diaspora, some people say it. Um, I like to say diaspora Anybody going through the horrific events Set forth in Deuteronomy 28 For those rebellious Israelites Or Leviticus 26 For those rebellious Israelites uh, Because we don't believe anyone Any nation is going through the blessings But if you find yourself going through uh, Those curses Now keep in mind The Most High is no longer behind Those people from the north That he originally sent to uh, 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 take authority over our bodies and bring us into captivity he's no longer behind this northern army as the scriptures call it so but still a lot of us are stuck in the mindset of that captivity and so for that, that for that reason we're going through it still even though the most high is not behind a lot of this anymore so and then as a push there's a changing of the guard as I say every week uh, with uh, uh, because of that, again, he's not behind Europeans' uh, domination. I don't believe that. I think it's up. It's up, and I think any any domination going forward now by Europeans is straight up uh, the enemy of Satan. And I'm not saying everything they did in the past was of godly. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that slavery uh, is 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 the, is the scriptures being fulfilled upon the Israelites. So certain things were supposed to happen to them, but it was only supposed to be for a specific time. And we believe here at the Passing Stone Network that that time is up. But nevertheless, there's some 
whites still in motion of that, and there's some so-called blacks still in motion of that receiving it or have a passive mindset or don't have the we-can-take-the-land mindset, and so that it creates oppression for us. So if you're going through uh, in, in these various countries where the fathers scattered us, uh, north, south, east, west, Europe, uh, Australia, even China, yes, China, uh, Africa, north, south, east, west, and uh, India, if you are listening, and I know you're listening because, again, Blog Talk have made it very clear that we are being heard by, uh, you be heard by anywhere, anybody in the world as long as you have the Internet, but we specifically are being heard by, I'm going to play my little jingle again, my five smooth song jingle background, as we talk about the purpose of this of this um, network. But uh, these shows are devoted to those people that are listening in those uh, countries. Uh, uh, like I said, Blog Talk uh, showed, gave us stats of, um, of showing where we've been heard in over 30 countries. And so I cannot forget to say this on these shows. These shows are done with you in mind. Try best to say things, uh, do things with you in mind, okay? Now, so those, you are the ones that the shows are dedicated to, but also to those people listening, you don't know what we're talking about, and you're not Jewish or you're not Israelite, you don't have that bloodline in your natural blood, uh, but you're listening. Just know these shows are also uh, to you and yours, because whatever the Father is doing in the earth, brothers and sisters, we have got to remember this. It's not just the so-called Israelites or, or Jews or black people or any type of people. The Most High, whatever he is doing, is for the good of humanity. And that's how I try to do these shows. I try to keep humanity in mind. I do dedicate them to those in the, uh, going through the oppression, but I definitely want all people to feel wanted, needed, and I uh, want them to be uh, definitely blessed by what we're trying to do here. Okay? Brothers and sisters, listen, I just want to um, remind everybody that we have over 500 shows, uh, over 500 shows, brothers and sisters, and uh, I have to do this every every week, keep reminding you guys that you can Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio and get uh, over 21 pages of uh, our, our shows. But sometimes co-host, sometimes it's just me. The earlier shows was just me, and uh, or either uh, you know we're going back all the way to 2011. So I just thought I'd take the time tonight to kind of talk about a little bit about what's been what we have done and how to get a hold of some of these older shows. But yes, Google Fastmost on Blog Talk Radio. It shows going back all the way to 2011. We used to have on co-hosts like uh, uh, Victim to Victorious, and we used to. Have on uh, a brother, uh, brother. At that time, he was on his brother Terry, but now he's on his brother Yeshua out of Cincinnati. And uh, uh, quite a few people uh, have I had on the show calls, and I can't think of everybody now. Y'all forgive me if you're listening, not forget your name. But over the years, we have many, many co-hosts, and uh, very good shows, very good shows, very popular shows. So uh, we had shows in the thousands. A lot of our episodes was in the thousands of listens. Uh, even in a week, we would have thousands of listens. So I just want to remind everybody, we have great shows in the archive. Don't let those shows 
collect dust, so to speak. It, it's really not. There are, I'm seeing where people are listening, but I just want to encourage more people to go back and listen to some of those shows that was prayed over, and we've had some powerful, powerful people on. We've interviewed some serious people. we interviewed bishops. we interviewed all types of people in the uh, community, activists, just various people with interview people that walked in various gifts of the spirit um, and we did a show on, on the supernatural I had on a sister that was just casting out devils like it wasn't even funny and it was solid information biblical information go back and listen to some of those shows that would be under five swims on blog talk radio and then spiritual warfare folks we have over 500 shows i mean you can you can just tune in uh while you're at work while you're going on the road and just click on some of those old shows and just just see what the father has been doing through this little engine that could that we call the fire Swiss song network also drop me a line if you have any questions or comments about anything we're doing uh at seth s e t h that's me seth dot m dot turner at Gmail again. Drop me a line if you have any questions about or comments or compliments even about what we're doing um, because we really appreciate that, brothers and sisters. Okay, um, I think I've covered pretty much everything. I just want to uh, say a couple of more things that uh, uh, a lot of people tune in and they say, "What do y'all believe? What do y'all believe?" Now it's kind of a dumb question, probably to the co-host because we talk about this every week, but some people really actually don't know what we believe because they see various titles, kind of controversial titles. Folks, it's very simple. We believe in the scriptures. We believe in the Most High, uh, who most people call God. We just believe he did have a name, and we uh, just don't want to all our life call him a thing or a title. His name is Yah. The Bible says Yah should call his name Jah, uh, and so we say Yah. Now, there are those schools of thoughts that call him uh, because when the scripture says, what is my name, uh, Moses, when Moses was going before Pharaoh, uh, and, and he said, uh, I am that I am. And so a lot of people are of the persuasion his name is Ahia, Ahia, Ahia. So whatever you call the Most High, he does have a name, and we try our best to go with what's politically correct. So we choose the word, the name Yah, you hear. Now, every once in a while you hear somebody say Yahweh, that's coming from the the, the textual grammatin, uh, textual uh, grammatin. Some people say those four letters that was in the scriptures, uh, which was the Y, the H, the W H, or the Yod, Wav. Um, I'm going 100 miles an hour. Just slow down. But y'all, some of y'all know where I'm going with this. When the, when the translators came upon um, uh, the scriptures, they um, saw four letters and they was terrified of, of of his name and so to this day those who call themselves Jews do not even like saying the name of God they'll say they'll put G dash O D but they rent four letters the Y Yod uh, the H Hav and then a W Wav and then H Hav and so some people say they think that means Yahweh Yahweh and so, but at any rate, the Most High has a name, and I just don't want to call him God for the rest of my life. Okay, so we say Yah or Yah of Israel, all right? He sent a Messiah whose name couldn't have been Jesus because the letter J is simply not that old. 
So we say Yahshua. Some people say Yahawisha. Some people uh, uh, say, um, like myself, all every once in a while say Emmanuel. But the world calls him Jesus, and we do believe that he lived, died, rose, ascended, and is going to return and rule on this earth a thousand years. And we believe there's going to be peace. And after that, Satan's going to be loose a little while, and then if you read the book of Revelation, you know what happens. And so I want to go too deep into that. But, folks, we believe in this Christ, and we trust in the Father's process of bringing him to redeem us through his death, burial, and resurrection, or his blood. We believe it. We trust it for our salvation. We do believe in living right. We do believe in living, uh, keeping any law that the Holy Spirit bring across your spirit. So, yes, we believe in the law. Yes, we believe in keeping the law. But we just don't believe we're under it in terms of uh, it determining our uh, our, our future in, in, in the Father, with the Father. We believe that we have been placed in Christ and our identity is hid in Christ, as the Scriptures say. So just know we are not playing around. Very serious, folks. Very serious, folks. Um, and while I'm at it, uh, we believe that we definitely believe in loving all people. I know I talk about it probably too much for some people, but we believe in it, folks. You've got to walk in love as you are just misfiring. So that's what we believe it here at the Five Smooth Stones uh, Network. So and I'm just kind of buying a little time. I'm going to play our opening song again here because I want to talk a little bit about this going up to the high places. As you hear me play that in the background, again, we found a little time for our co-hosts and as well as callers and so forth. Uh, brothers and sisters, now you can talk about whatever you want to talk about happening in this world. But if you don't understand what I was saying earlier about addressing things from the spiritual realm, and I know how we sound. We sound kind of, oh, out there, cuckoo. But let me ask you a question. Do not everything start first in the intangible world? I mean, really. Some of y'all have trouble with us, the way we talk about the spiritual warfare and all that. You know, everything we battle with is not necessarily something you can see, taste, touch, and smell. Y'all have got to grow up with that. Folks, we're in a battle. We're in a war. It's serious. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Folks, listen. Just listen to this. And the battle goes on between the kingdom of darkness and the army of God. And there is no defense you either on the devil's side or you're on the Lord's side. I can't turn it up right now. But, folks, what Ron Canoli is talking about, there's a battle going on in the spiritual realm. It was before we was born. And after we're gone, it'll probably continue. Between good and evil, there are fallen angels that... Don't have a body. Spirits. And some of you know what I'm talking about to be true. Others you think this is just a myth or something. 
And I feel sorry for you because you'll never understand life in this earth and this whole experience without understanding we are spirits in bodies. We're not bodies that just so happen to have a spirit. We are spirits first. And we're in these bodies that are decaying. And one day they're going to drop and fall dead and we're going to continue to be spirits. There are spirits that's fallen and there are spirits that's not fallen. Brothers and sisters, hear me out. It's a warfare between them two. And they are looking to inhabit or influence people with bodies. Because once we as humans with our will get involved and allow the most how to use these bodies, That's when the warfare really get real. Because Satan can do nothing, or God can do nothing on this earth without our permission. And that's how the Most High set it up, God himself, Yah himself sets it up. It's not that he's powerless, I'm trying to say we're more powerful than him. I'm, I'm not stupid. He gave us authority. He gave us authority. Our will is the most powerful thing on this earth. Not atomic bombs, not in this crazy stuff. It's it's our will, brothers. He gave us that authority, and He will not cross our will. That's how the Messiah, That's why the Messiah has to come the way He came. Don't ask me why the Father set it up. I don't know, but He set it up. Oh, this is. Folks, this is serious. It's very, very serious. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm very sorry for you. I feel sorry for you because a lot of things just not going to make sense, okay? Some of the things people do, that's not them. They don't have that kind of power. They're influenced by a higher power. Okay, so what I'm going to do at this time, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go to the phone lines and bring on Brother Purcell Porsche. Uh Actually, I think, well, well, we'll just wait. Uh, folks, is, tonight it's not going to be uh, uh, but myself and maybe one other co-host. And I'm, Purcell, if you're available, just go ahead and press one. So, But I just want to hit a little harder what I'm talking about before we get into this open forum because, again, it, this is just really heavy on me after listening to this song. Uh, I Over the years, I've tried to... Um, explain to co-workers and family members and and uh, strangers sometimes this whole spiritual warfare. And people really act like you're a little psychotic until I start telling them of experiences and things, and then they start to kind of look like, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I do remember something happened to me, and it, I never told anybody, but this is what happened. And it was real. And once you start talking like that, then they start looking at you a little different. But what I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, this is not nothing to play with. It's serious. We are in a warfare uh, against good and evil, okay? And I talked about fallen angels, but I didn't talk about those that are not fallen. There are angels. The Bible says that the angels have been sent to the earth to minister to those to be heirs of salvation. That's show enough Bible. Again, it says that angels have been dispatched or sent to the earth to minister to those that be heirs of salvation. Now, I do think if you don't believe in that, you limit 
somewhat what the angels are able to do because you don't know, you don't even understand your power. I'm not saying you're supposed to be commanding them what to do. The Most High does that. But I think if we have more confidence, we will look for them to do more. And, and I think that just means that we, because of how our will is bent towards that whole belief system, they can help us more. Okay? Uh, the Bible, through, all throughout the scriptures, many times you find these uh, individuals in uh conversation with and um um just working with angels i remember in the book of acts you know the church was praying for the deliverance of peter and uh remember how the bible says and you got to remember back in the, in the book of acts they believed they expected a whole lot more than we do as the church today because of just sin, to be honest with you. We just, as a decadent society, we just don't believe in any of this um, church folk. We just don't believe in this kind of power. We think that it's, we we got all these philosophies and we just don't believe no more. But they believed that the Father could, could uh, 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 deliver Peter from Peter, uh, from the from the prisons uh, uh, that he was in, they began to pray. The saints came together, and they began to pray for Peter's release from prison. Uh, and so, the Bible talks about there became like this earthquake, and uh, so much so the prisoners was able to break out or walk out of their prisons free, because uh, the prison infrastructure just was uh, broken up. And the Bible talks about how angels uh, beckoned Peter to come out, and and he he followed them outside of the city. So he walked for a while with angels that you could actually see. And uh, so I do believe there are times when the Father will uh, uh, instruct angels uh, uh, to be seen. It depends upon the prayers, because the, we have to give the Father and these angels access to the earth through our prayers. So I think when we pray in faith believing, this is what caused the Father to do this, that, and the other. That's when angels appear or they won't appear. So anyway, this is what happened, and I believe it. And there's other people living in 2022 or whatever year you listen to this broadcast that have similar testimonies, and they're living today. And so a lot of times I've heard people over the years testify of certain people that came to them and said certain things, and, and when they turned around and looked, they was gone. If I got a penny or a dollar for every time that I've heard this type of talk, uh, these types of testimonies, man, we have a lot of money today, I'm telling you, because I've heard it all my life. And I don't think all these people are lying, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, brothers and sisters, again, spiritual warfare is real. It's real, it's real, it's real. And I know Ron Canola, when the music picks up, it starts going real fast. And, you know, people think that's when you're going up in that song. But it has nothing to do with the beat of the song. It's speeding up. Ron Canola was basically, and I know the teaching, because I've seen him interviewed, and I know that type of teaching. I was in that whole movement, and they believed that, Going up to the high places has to do with declaring things, speaking things, and believing it, and binding things, and binding the enemy, and talking to the enemy uh, out loud with your vocal, with your vocal cords, but in your spirit, 
you're attacking other spirits. You, you, you're commanding them to let go your body, to leave your body as Christ called out the spirit of infirmity had to leave this woman and she was healed. You're supposed to be doing just that, calling out spirits of infirmity, calling out the enemies, commanding them to leave homes, commanding him to to um, leave people a uh, 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 presence, oppressive spirits that are bullying saints. You know, they go up and they pray, and the ministers declare certain things over these people, and the enemy have to leave because they belong to the Father. And it, going up to high places is simply inviting the Most High into a situation where he by his spirit drives out evil spirits but it's not just about driving out evil spirits or um uh, uh that sort of thing but it's also by getting a word getting insight on something uh where there's no insight to be found and then you go into the into the high places again trying to figure out what the enemy is doing in the high places in the secret places intangible I'm talking about I'm not talking about the New World Order just per se. I'm talking about what happens in the spiritual realm with Satan before he gives his instruction to the New World Order, and they begin to promote it throughout the earth. So we get words and, and knowledge of what the enemy is doing in that realm uh, 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 with his cohorts in the uh, in this natural realm or, or, the, or, or earthlings. These spirits have an agenda, and the Father knows it, and he'll expose it to the saints where they can combat it. And this is the warfare, folks. It's serious. So it's not just about casting out spirits, because the whole purpose of casting out spirits is so they won't continue to do what? Lie. Lie. Give false information. Lead humanity astray. So the whole purpose of evil spirits, of course, they bring... Uh, bondage and and they do all types of things and cause all types of addictions uh, in the body to where we would be uh, feeling here we go uh, lacking self-esteem through because of uh, the enemy comes in to bring these addictions and from these addictions we have low self-esteem and again Priscilla if you're listening and you're able to share come on just press one I'll bring you on but brothers and sisters evil spirits have an agenda and it's not just to occupy bodies uh, uh, just for the sake of occupying bodies. They want to occupy bodies to influence the will of man because once man will to do something, the Father himself is limited by man's will. If that wasn't the case, the Father would just do what he wanted to do on the earth and we wouldn't have no problems, no hunger, no you know, criminals doing what they do, and no world leaders taking wealth and doing what they do. The Father would just override everybody and just do what he's going to do. That's not true. The earth is, a, is, the, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He owns the earth, but the authority in the earth belong to man, not the Most High. Not the Most High. He had it, and he gave it to man. So it's not like we're more powerful than anything like that. I'm not going to say, I wouldn't say anything that stupid, brothers and sisters. I'm just sharing tonight how, again, that opening song got me really thinking, and so maybe this is where, where the Father wanted to go. I kind of want to talk about mental health tonight, to be honest, but uh, the song kind of opened me up to start 
going down this road, and so I'm not going to fight it unless one of the co-hosts come on, if they come on because everybody's running late tonight, and some just can't be on tonight. It's one of those nights where it may just be Brother Seth myself. So I'm just going to go until we can hear from somebody. But brothers and sisters, again, you're tuning to the Five Soul Network. I'm Brother Seth, the founder of the network, and tonight is open discussion, open discussion. There's no certain things on the table. And uh, we do this every Thursday. And uh, then on Sundays, of course, we have our broadcast, and then as well as Monday. Sundays at 11 p.m., and Mondays and Thursdays is 8 p.m. So like I was saying, brothers and sisters, People sometimes hear all this devil talk or demon talk, and I know they sometimes, they got to wonder, because I used to wonder, how or what is this all about? Why? Why? Why do evil spirits just want to, why they want a body? Same reason the Holy Spirit want a body, really. And that is to worship its God, to promote, plan, the kingdom, uh, I'm talking about evil spirits, they want to promote the evil uh, plan of Satan. Or they want to promote the kingdom of Satan. And I would really like to talk about that maybe tonight. Because some of y'all can't understand why would anybody or any entity want to Promote the kingdom of Satan There's some human beings I could bring on this phone That could tell you some good things about The kingdom of Lucifer They don't see it like we see it I'm talking about people you work with They are uh, uh, Wiccas Part of a, thousands of uh, members In a group called Wicca I think I got that right Wicca and I remember talking to a member, and she she didn't co- almost convince me or anything, but it was very intriguing hearing her talk about the adversary. She she just refused to say she wanted to call him the adversary. That he wasn't evil like we think. He's just the adversary. And it was very interesting. So if you got humor saying this. You know, you can only imagine what probably evil spirits are saying. But nevertheless, there is evil spirits by the millions uh, dethroned from heaven, kicked out of heaven. And these folk, or I shouldn't say folk, but these spirits are bent on building up the kingdom of darkness. In this world And it's been going on For thousands of years When we're gone It'll be still going on And they jump in And out of people When I say jump though Let me Purcell kind of correct me Last time I said this But It's not like coin It's just that They're working on people's uh, Through philosophy And belief system To buy into A certain kind of beliefs And once they do God cannot protect uh, us once we choose or make certain choices or believe certain uh, lies and uh, evil lies and and then our will get involved and we start willing to do certain things that open up the door to these evil uh, 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 spirits and they begin to, 
to 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 after they're in really just teach train teach train and this is how you build a kingdom of darkness with philosophies and lies from Satan and so like I say yeah there are evil spirits the straight up just a spirit of infirmity that gets into one and their bodies just become weaker and more just just problems of the problems with their body is because of a spirit of infirmity all right so but there are some spirits and then other spirits come on with other forms of addiction but all of these have one common goal from my understanding they want to get your will they want to get you to buy into your will. You know, the Bible talks about the word, go, the sower going out to sow the word and how it fell on different types of ground. Just like a sower would go out with seed and, and plant in a, in a garden, uh, you know, how somebody would go out with a bunch of seed. It talks about that's kind of how preachers are. It's called the parable of the sower. If many of you don't never heard of that, but anyway, it talks about as these ministers sow the word, one of the ground that uh, that it falls upon, Satan comes immediately and steal it. Because once that word germinates in our spirit, it's going to change our will, and we're going to be a problem for the enemy. So what the Bible talks about. When the word go forth, the enemy goes forth to steal that word. So a lot of times if you hear a word on healing, look for yourself to get sick that day. And it's just the enemy saying, okay, you know, you all, you know, just to make, just because just you, you, you're a novice at it, you're just learning it, and, and it wants to get you to give up on that doctrine. So and so what you're to do is stand on your authority, the authority in a believer, and command that sickness to go. A lot of times when we, especially when we're new to something, we, we're reluctant to do that. And so then you say this stuff don't work. So we're in a warfare, brothers and sisters. And, yes, like Ron Canoli said at the beginning of the uh, show, and I played it also not too long ago, that we're going up to the high places. So at the Fosfos on Network, what we try to do is go up to the high places. What does that mean? Again, one more time. For those of you that's may come in all late halfway hearing things, when we say going up, we're talking about going into the intangible realm, the spiritual realm, the realm where everything starts from. I mean, you cannot look around your house or your office or wherever you're at right now. Every single thing you see, think about it, every single thing you see, every single thing you see, was first a thought. Think about that. Every single thing you see, you're on the freeway right now, it was first a thought. And the Bible says, when you get rid of everything that you can see, for instance, let's just play a little game here, brothers and sisters. Let's just say you're going down a road and you're looking at freeways and skyscrapers and downtown or whatever you're doing, you're just driving along and you see a shopping area. If you if you if you minus if you subtracted everything from what you're seeing that was first a thought, your entire world would disappear and you would be just sitting on dirt, standing on dirt. And the dirt which is all you're going to have is plants and dirt. 
you have the earth. Even that was spoken of and thought of, telling me, some of y'all, that this spiritual talk and spiritual warfare is just make-believe. No. This realm that we see, taste, touch, and smell is no match in terms of comparison to the spiritual realm. Everything we can see, just think, it's decaying. Fast forward 500 years, most things you see is, if we just speed up everything, you know, they speed up throwing up planters growing, they speed up and you can see a plant literally growing before your eyes because they speed up the camera. If we can speed fast forward everything about 500 years, a lot of things would just disappear from what you're looking at. Do you know even metal decays? Take longer. Bones decay, takes longer. But eventually, everything after a while turned to dirt. Just think you see a skyscraper and you're thinking, oh, that's going to be around. It'll be around past our generation, probably next generation. But eventually, it's going to fall to the ground. Then it'll probably sit there for a thousand years. I don't know. And then eventually, 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 that metal, everything turns back to dirt. Ain't that crazy? They say if you get a magnifying glass, a really big magnifying glass, that you can literally see things moving. Like metal, everything is moving. Nothing is standing still. Even something as solid as metal. If you get a very big, humongous magnifying glass and look at it, you can see it's moving. It's life. It has life, slower life, of course. But nevertheless, this is what scientists say all the time. So, brothers and sisters, everything with life, eventually that life stops. So I say all that to say everything in this realm, the life, whatever it is in this realm, everything has its birth in the spiritual realm. Why do we pay so much attention to the natural, physical realm that we can see, taste, touch, and smell? Yes, so when we say we're going up to the higher places, right here at the Fire Stone Network, what we're talking about is addressing uh, the spiritual realm where things start. You hear us talk about God. You hear us talk about prophecy. You hear us talk about the scriptures, which is like a map or a guide as to what is going to happen next, what the Father is doing in the earth. Certain prophecies we believe have to be fulfilled no matter what. It's like everything happened in the earth. Maybe not everything, but uh, certain things have to happen in the scriptures. And so mankind think they're in charge or in power by doing this and creating this government or this this government over here does business with this government over here, this government over here goes to war with this government over there, and we really think it's mankind we're in charge, but there's a bigger, bigger picture. There's these prophecies that have to be fulfilled no matter what. We come and we go, we live and we die in this realm, 
but the word of the Most High Yah is going to be fulfilled. So prophecy, you hear a lot about that on this show, this network, because we recognize that what is going in our world is very temporal, but the Most High's plan is is eternal. And then some of his plans is not going to last long, he says. But what I'm trying to say is he is going to have his way. What he says is going to happen will happen. Brothers, I'm going to take a little break. Uh, again, you've tuned to the Five Song Network tonight. Remember, tonight I'm pretty much probably going to be going solo. We don't know yet, Brother El- I mean, Brother um Brother um, Purcell is in the house, but he's got some things going on. So it, 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 um, I know a few of the co-hosts definitely won't be on. So we'll just see how this goes. But, again, uh, kind of remind us of the old times, right, when it was just Brother Seth and the mic. You know, believe it or not, that was some of our most popular shows, to be honest. But, um, nevertheless, we have gotten good success with these co-hosts as well. We've had some shows that do very well with co-hosts and without. But I do remember the earlier shows, probably because I was new to blog talk, but some of them was into the thousands. I mean, I do a show, and next day I have 300, 500 listens. So um, maybe that's what, maybe that'll happen tonight. <laughs> but, again, you've tuned to the process on Network. I'm Brother Seth tonight, open discussion. Right now I'm kind of on the vein of uh, spiritual warfare after we played the song, Going Up to the High Places. And... Uh, that's kind of where we've been at. So we'll be back, brothers and sisters, all right? Again, um, stay tuned. We're going to hit this a little harder. We may get on some other things. And remember, if you're on the phone lines, you can press 1, come on, and introduce anything to us you want us to uh, to talk about or want myself to talk about. And if you're in the chat room, go ahead and type a question or comment, and I'll get to that uh, uh, question. We'll get to that question Somebody get that question sooner or later, all right? Again, thank you for your time tonight. We'll be right back, folks.
Tonight, tonight we're talking about open forum, and uh, we have a hand that's up. I want to go back straight to the phone. It's maybe a co uh, uh, host. Let's see though. Erico seven zero eight two five seven. Who am I speaking with? So you don't have to speak with this thing, okay? Remember, make your own decisions. Real. Erico seven zero eight two five seven. Not gonna mention your whole number, but your line is open. Who am I speaking with? You press one. Hello? Yes, uh, you're on the line. I don't uh, go ahead and give us your name and uh, what city you're calling from. And if you could, if you could, how did you hear about the show tonight? I just tuned in actually just now. Um, I'm outside of the Chicago area. My okay. name is Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Uh, how did you hear about the show? Uh, I was. Scrolling through uh, Blog Talk. Okay, great. What's your comment for tonight? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I'm saying what what is your comment for tonight? I'm I'm having. I think you're breaking up. Hello? Okay, hold on a second. 
All right. Can you hear me now? Okay. I think she asked. You know what I think happened? I think that uh, she didn't mean to press one. Folks, if you accidentally press one and I bring you on, just say I was just listening. You ain't got to just hang up on me. <laughs> and people don't want to come online. That's why a lot of people don't call live because they actually think I'm going to um, bring them on. No, folks, the way this works, if you call the live phone number, you stay in the queue, I mean, uh, on the line. I can see your number, but I'm not going to open up your line unless you press 1. That's the way it works. So anyway, um, we was talking about uh, spiritual warfare and uh, slow it down. Since it may just be myself, again, uh, Brother Purcell, Perche, press one when you're able to come on. But I, I want that a little harder. Then I want to talk about the purpose of why we do what we do here at this show. Now, some of y'all may say, wait a minute, Brother, that's, no, that's going to go deeper than you think. I'm going to get into, uh, over the years, what we've been able to do. And uh, let me do something and switch here. So what I'm going to do at this point is talk about a little bit more about spiritual warfare because I think I'll turn my volume up here. I think a lot of y'all feel like uh, this stuff is make believe. You know, I'll enjoy the fast food store network until Brother Seth starts talking about. Evil spirits and angels and all that, or he start talking too much about healing, and, and and you lose folks because people are trapped in the the natural, what they can see, taste, touch, and smell. And what I like to say to people is this: if that is you, and you have trouble when we start talking about miracles, you have trouble when we start talking about uh, um, spiritual warfare. You need to understand one thing, brothers and sisters. You will not make a good soldier, not in this life, because you would be very limited. I used to think, I used to be one of those people that gave white people all this power. You know, like they're the ones that uh, that's causing all our pain. And don't get me wrong, brothers and sisters, in the natural realm, if there was no such thing as a spiritual realm, I could buy I could I could buy into that, you know? But I promise you, brothers and sisters, white people are very, very limited. They are. They are very, very powerless against what I'm talking about. Because they have something called six senses. And they only can dominate with their money. 
pretty much, and influence, and, and, and you know, they're powerful. Those in power I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not belittling that they don't have power and impressive power, might I add. But as far as what I'm talking about, brothers and sisters, it's, 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 it's almost a joke. We live in a world where there is all kinds of knowledge that we haven't been made privy to. Even things such as the Vatican and the Catholic Church, which I think is the most powerful institution on the earth, even they keep their ears to the ground for a a savior or a savior of... They, they they even recognize prophecies. All throughout time, there's always been people keeping their ears to the ground or watching for deliverers or watching for a word, a certain movement. It's like the powers that be fear change. They fear something or somebody or some movement that's going to threaten their livelihood. And so they're always aware of this person that's coming to tell the truth about everything because once that happens, they can no longer rule. So pretty much you can say that those that rule our earth rule it through information. I mean, (laughs) there is... um, Thinking of like in Africa, there's certain um, minerals, uh, certain things in the ground that you know, like just 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 for instance, because I know a lot of y'all saw the movie um, Wakanda. Uh, they had this powerful. Um, Thing that the whole world could be benefited by. And I remember when the movie went off, when Wakanda went off, and they was at the UN, and the UN said, well, what can you do for us? And they looked at each other, the two, uh, uh, they looked at each other, and uh, and they smiled because they knew we have some, we got enough energy to change the whole world. It's kind of like that. We, there are secrets. For instance, let me just just share with y'all. I'm trying to make it very uh, from a movie where y'all can kind of, because some of y'all don't under, you don't believe in the scriptures, and so you know about these movies. So I'm trying to prove my point by talking about Hollywood through Hollywood. But like I say in the movie. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, y'all probably was going to try to do three things here one time. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Again, if you're uh, going to be on the show tonight, go ahead and press one. I'll bring you on here in a little bit. All right, folks. In Hollywood, oftentimes you'll see these movies where they'll have uh, these 
secrets like um I keep trying to think of it. I can't think of uh, the one stone in in uh, Europe. I can see it. Uh, anyway, it escapes me. But a lot of movies are centered around secrets. Uh, a, a, a lot of movies are centered around uh, uh, knowledge of this technology. And, and you'll see in the movie how they fight to preserve the knowledge about this technology because once this knowledge breaks, Whoever get this technology is going to end up ruling the world, and so the whole movie will be based around that. Uh, Wakanda was, like I said, had this. This uh, I couldn't think of. The, I was trying to think of the, the the source, this plant, but they had this way to 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 really harness energy. And so at the end of the movie, like I said, they was at the United Nations, which is the most powerful body probably on the earth, and they say, "How can you help us?" And that's kind of what I'm talking about. If the, if they didn't share that information, of course the movie was going off, but I'm just saying uh, that's kind of how it is. Whether or not we want to share this information with you is going to change how the earth did business in the movie I'm talking about. Whether or not they shared what kind of secret to the world literally dictate how the world was, how the world would be. And that's how it is in spiritual warfare. There are secrets. I remember in the book of Daniel, and uh, uh, where Daniel uh, was made, prayed. You got to understand who Daniel was. Daniel was a very smart, smart uh, follower of the Most High, and he was a powerful man. Daniel was a very powerful Hebrew, and he was trying to get some understanding on on some things that was to happen. And the Bible says when he prayed that his answer was sent instantly. But because of what this angel had to tell Daniel, there was a warfare. And even the angel, remember, sometimes they have bodies, sometimes they don't. And if they don't, they just speak something to you. But if they do have bodies, depending upon the prayer and the faith and the level of faith and all that, the angels will actually show up as a person. But at any rate, this message, this message and I'm sure the enemy heard Daniel's prayer and decided he cannot we cannot allow nothing to come through this atmosphere uh, with this answer because Daniel is praying for something that's going to cause our empire problems and so I think it's like that today when we pray and intercede for people's lives and intercede for situations in our lives. Depends on what we're praying as to the level of resistance we get from the spiritual world. Now, I tried to use Hollywood, but I'm going to use Daniel instead. Daniel, for sure, for sure, uh, encountered, the Bible talks, I think it was 21 days there was a, there was a warfare, uh, uh, just getting the information from it being sent. Now, keep in mind, Daniel was under a different dispensation than today, so don't try to uh, think everything Daniel went through we necessarily is going to go through because we now has Christ as our high priest, and it's a different, it's a different process. I think even getting uh, words to us now, but those spirits under that old covenant has certain rights, and again, uh, all this has to do with the will of mankind of Daniel, and we don't know what kind of prayer he had, we don't know what kind of faith he was operating in, and so we don't know what, what all the warfare was. Maybe Daniel prayed, let's just say he prayed, and 
then he started thinking the prayer wasn't going to come, and maybe he uh, started doubting because the Bible said once he prayed, it was released. But maybe he didn't stay in faith. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't need us guessing. But it took 21 days for that answer to get to Daniel, and it, it was it was it was uh, high in our world. They call it intelligence. But once that intel or intel, intel intelligence, but once that information got to Daniel, it was life-changing. It, it, it changes the course of that region. So my point is this. There is a battle for information. Uh, uh, can you imagine if you had privy knowledge to the coronavirus before it happened, what you could have done? Just just think if five years before the coronavirus happened in America, a uh, whole society sat down, if you had information, intel on that before it happened, what could you have done in the business world? Not only could you have made a lot of money by, you know, I don't know, going into the toilet paper business or whatever they needed, uh, uh, you know, essential supplies, but you could have also had a ministry that just just, just took off. If you would have set up online and prepared for the the closing of the church, and, and what if you would have been around saying for five years, uh, there's coming a day, brothers and sisters, where everything is going to shut down. And what if you called and you told the exact, you described everything to a T, and you did this five years ago? Of course, the government probably knocking on your door, trying to ask you questions, but they would soon find out you're a person of God, the most most high Yah, because they able to check all the things out, but what if it was one of those situations where the people now knew who you were and, and they couldn't touch you because everybody knew who you were and everybody was protecting you. But can you imagine if you knew about the coronavirus five years before it happened and you went and set up business accordingly and you encouraged us to set up business accordingly and everybody listened to you, profited, and then you put that word out there. Can you imagine your following today? Can you imagine how many people will be listening just this is this is how prophets operated. They was a lot of times given insight into our world, and that's kind of what businessmen do. Wicked businessmen, they are looking for that prophet that's saying these kinds of things, and then they get a hold of them, and sometimes they buy them out or try to influence them. But this is what really that going up to the high places. This is secrets in the higher places. This is the Father doing certain things. This is why a lot of times presidents, even of our country, the United States of America, will a lot of times inquire for holy men or preachers to come and sit with him in the White House and ask him what's going on. We've always had it back in the day, in the Egyptian day, and on back uh, Babylonian times, and way back when they'd have stargazers, people that were gaze at the star, and, and you know, because the Bible talks about the moon and the stars given for signs and seasons, and it's not just seasons to let you know when seasons end and start, but it's also for signs, and so these stargazers was excellent at determining when the stars would do this or that. It would literally, I know it sounds crazy, because we don't know nothing about it, yeah, but there were stargazers, and they could tell you certain things that was going to happen, and they may can give you the what, when, where, and why, uh, but they can tell you something big. And people could kind of brace and get ready for things. And so, yes, it's been going on forever. 
and some people feel like that's when we get the where we get the different crucified saviors. You know, there's been like uh, this one book I know where it talks about sixteen crucified saviors, sixteen messiahs that walked the earth that had disciples and and that supposedly did miracles. Same as our, our gospel. It wasn't all the way the same as our gospel because it didn't die and resurrect and ascend and, and it's to return, but similar. Uh, people walking the earth with 12 disciples and claims to be born of a virgin. And all of these 16 crucified saviors or more has its roots. Uh, 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 all of them got the story from watching the stars. The kitchen, our brothers and sisters, it's old. Check it out. It rattled me when I first heard it because I'm thinking Christ was the only one that ever died and had 12 disciples and born of a virgin. No, it's not true. There's over 16 saviors, supposedly, all over the world that had 12 disciples and born of a virgin, and they got the story from reading the stars. Astrology. It's true. Kid you not. It was one of the things, like I said earlier, that rattled me and my wife when we first heard it. We needed some prayer after we heard that, and we start questioning Christianity, questioning everything we ever learned. And to the Father, let us, uh, with, a, with the help of another uh, a very uh, knowledgeable brother uh, and the Holy Spirit, uh, Holy Spirit primarily using the brother, help us to see that, no, this was written that this is going to come a Messiah. It's going to have 12 disciples. And, and so a lot of people could read the stars and see that this was to happen, and they mimicked it. You know, they kept, he's over here. Oh, he's over there. And in another 50 or 100 years, he's over there, you know. So that's what it was. But it doesn't mean that when Christ did come, he didn't come. So anyway... Brothers and sisters, again, going up to the high places, as the as song talked about at the beginning of the show, has to do with secrets. Now, there are spirits, like I say, that enter bodies, because that's the, that's, the, that's the the end game, is to enter bodies of these of mankind. Because everybody wants the will, including the Holy Spirit. Number one game, a number one thing. Number one desire is to bring uh, glory to their master, to promote their master's agenda. All right? So they're trying to, and I know I've said this about two or three times already in the show, but I just want people to understand, what do we do? What are we doing here at the Five Smooth Stone Network? And like I said tonight, I'm kind of riding by myself. This would be a good time to talk about this, actually. So, brother, since you have all these people on, and y'all been talking about this forever, and, and this seems like, man, this is all y'all want to talk about. It's because it's what's really happening. There's nothing you can tell me happening in the natural realm. I don't care if it's abortion or racism. I'll give you or share with you what I, what I have come to understand how it started in the spiritual realm. Let's just take, for instance, racism, which we talk about a whole lot. Racism or race based upon color, uh, the ism around that, all a lie. 
The whole thing is a social construct. All right? So a person that's a racist just needs to be told that. And I mean showed that and given dates and times when it started and how that we were never a people based upon color. So while they're feeling all proud to be black or proud to be white, they just need somebody to break it down to them. It's a social construct. Here's when they started saying it, and then everybody started believing it. So who were these people prior to that? How were they classified? You have to go home and make it so clear and give dates and times and probably have to quote a lot of white people because if they're racist, they probably going to believe. I'm talking about a white racist because there's dark-skinned racists that believe the same thing these white people believe. Another topic. So, again, I'm trying to demonstrate how even racism has its origin in the spiritual realm. So Satan wants to divide mankind. If mankind is fighting each other, they cannot unite and bring glory to the Most High. They cannot promote the kingdom of God on the earth or the kingdom of Yah on the earth. So Satan wants to divide man so he can better use them for his purpose. His purpose is to stand against what the Father's doing. He's the adversary of the Mosiah. So one thing he created is this thing called race based on color, where he's pit one against the other. So now you got all this racial talk, racial energy, all these murders and killings and tension and crazy thoughts about each other and millions and billions of thoughts every single day one towards another based on simply a concept that is not even legitimate. Then he uses sex, uh, male against female, and sex, the act too. But I'm talking about male against female. You got you got parts of the world, mainly over in the Middle East, where women and men, there's this oppression of women. It's, it's, it's crazy. Some people think it's bigger than racism. But women has been mistreated for many, many thousand years to keep that contention among male and female. Then you have some called religion. And I know y'all know about the wars with religionists, where most wars are based on religion. So all these are tactics of the enemy who you can't see, who is trying to cause something in the earth that you can't see, uh, and that is division in the heart. And then you can see it in the natural. So my point is, I'm just trying to sh- share tonight, uh, uh, since it's just like it's pretty much myself, uh, how the enemy works within the, nat- the spiritual realm to to, uh, to create an agenda in the natural realm that his kingdom might be further in the natural realm. That's what Brother Seth is talking about tonight. Again, I bring on co-hosts periodically that talk about uh, spirituality, and I think a lot of y'all uh, just listen to some of the comments made over the years. Think we just kind of a little. You like the shows, you like the, uh, you know, the laughing and the, how we get along and the jubilant atmosphere. But uh, and you like a lot of the information we put out there. But when we start talking about spiritual warfare, especially miracles and stuff, some of y'all start saying, "I don't know about these people, man." And so some of y'all. Some people have actually left the Five Swiss Network because of that right there. I kid you not. 
I know what I'm talking about. I've had a conversation with him. And so tonight, just talk a little bit about why we hit the spiritual realm so hard. Again, uh, it's because the Bible hit it so hard. The whole book, the whole Bible, everything. You cannot, you cannot separate the Bible from spiritual warfare or the spiritual realm. It's all to talk about. It's just God you can't see, His His um, His kingdom which you can't see yet. Uh, it talks about authority which you can't necessarily see. It talks about authority we as believers have. It talks about an identity we have in the spirit. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, talk about resources and powers and and ranks in the spirit when you are reading the Bible. So hopefully that brings a little light to why we always get spiritual whenever we talk about something on the earth. Because if again, if we just Stick with just the earth and only talk about things we can see, taste, touch, smell. In other words, things we can physically see with the eye and hear with the ear. We're not in the fight, brothers and sisters. That's why I refuse to be hanging out and uh, stuck with people that's just stuck on the white man or on the black man. It's just this is above humanity's pay grade. Uh, This spiritual warfare is old as dirt. And we are no match for, as the Bible talks about, we're no match for these spirits, uh, Holy Spirit or evil spirits. we just no match. Uh, we don't have the insight, intel on really these old age brawls or fights or conflicts, conquests. Uh, we just don't have the proper insight to know what the Catholic Church is hiding or we have some idea, but, I mean, it's serious, folks. It, 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 it's, it's complicated, and then it can be so simple, it, you'll be like, no, it's got to be more than that. Like some of y'all thinking right now, it's got to be more than just information. No, it's not. The key is to get men to, through misinformation, hook up with the evil one. Or to get man to see the truth, and then he'll choose the way of Yah, of God. The battle is for the mind. And really, for their will, mankind's will. Because once we will to do this, will to, based upon the knowledge we have, if we got all of the knowledge... The more knowledge we get about the Father, the more we're going to submit to him because we'll see his true, authentic, unwavering love for us. That's the main thing I think Satan don't want us to get a hold of, is how the Father really feels towards us. Because I think the Bible Bible says it like this. The goodness of God lead the soul to repentance. When we see how good, truly good, I mean crystal clear how the Most High is working in every situation in our life for our good, and where it looked like he's just missing, he's forgotten about us, 
once we can see that that's not true, that these are areas where we just have blocked them for one way, for one reason or another. We've shut certain doors, and he's just limited by our will, by our behavior, by our words, by our negative faith, by our fear. Once we begin to see how much we are limiting the Father and how he truly feels, it's over. Satan's playground in our mind is over. It's over. Now we are really warriors. Now we are the biggest threat to the kingdom of darkness once we get that love. Because then we will expect more from the Father. We will pray different. We will declare things different. We won't have little stickies on the refrigerator saying, confess this positive. We don't need that because we will see and know he's with us all the time. And we will just speak as one who's walking with the Father. And if you if you really have that uh, uh, knowing, you never say nothing negative. You don't need nobody to say, oh, be positive or speak to speak positive confession. That's all good. I'm not knocking that. But you won't need none of those people because how can you speak some negative when the Father is with you? You just you won't you just can't do it. How can you say I'm going to lose and the Father is? I mean, I'm talking about if you could actually see the Father. If you could actually see the Father. What would you say negative? You wouldn't say anything negative. Anytime something happened, you know he got it. It's like a child does with a natural father. They don't fear nothing when daddy is right there holding his hand. So that's what Satan's, I think, his number one job is, and, and these demons or devils with him is to block us from seeing the true, authentic love of the Most High. I think that's what all, it don't even matter if you're talking about the New World Order, it don't matter if you're talking about secret societies, it don't matter if you're talking about uh, 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 Vatican, it don't matter if you're talking about the Bilderberg Group, it don't matter if you're talking about the Rockefellers, it don't matter, it don't matter what man is doing on this earth. If mankind can all of a sudden get the true revelation of God's love, that's it. Might as well just bring the Messiah and we have the new Jerusalem and it's over. That's the end of everything because mankind will run to God. And once we run to God and allow him access to this earth, that's it for Satan. It's over. Game over. That's, that's, that's the end of everything. That's it. Satan lost. He's, it's it. Time to bring forth the lake of fire and, and, and might as well end it because mankind will turn to the most high. That's what he cannot afford. So all this stuff gets complicated, talking about this and what the man trying to do and all this power and might of man and, you know, the 666 and all this stuff, Book of Revelations and the, 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 the you know, all the things that the Book of Daniel taught, all this technical stuff that's supposed to happen on earth, all of this. And my research and understanding of the scriptures can be summed up in one thing. We have all this going on because mankind can't see. We can't see, and we're in the bed with the mo- with the with the enemy, and we're limiting the Most High. So things have to be done, you know, at a certain time because we're just going to be deceived. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting a little too deep, but I think I think I hit it hard enough. I think a lot of y'all do understand. Okay, I'm going to go to the phone lines. I think I now have uh, some co-hosts in the house. 
everybody running real, real late. I mean, this is probably the latest I've seen anybody run, but that's that's okay. We'll welcome them whenever they come. Right, we got a hand up. Um, let's go to the phone line, brothers and sisters. Hopefully y'all understood why I went down that road. But I'm glad I did because I know a lot of y'all really don't like us getting spooky on y'all. And hopefully that will help y'all understand. But area code 909-732, go ahead with your question. Coming to this brother, Kenwin. Uh, no, actually, this is a, a new caller, um, new to your show, calling from California. My name is Suzette. Hi, Suzette. How are you doing? Well, welcome to the Five Stone Network. And how did you find out about us, may I ask? Um, I was going through the programming on Blog Talk Radio, and oh. I saw Open Discussion, and then I looked at your tags that you had um, listed there as far as um, what your show is a little bit about. And I was like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> well, okay. Well, what's your comment for today? And we're coming to you. Uh, hold on one second. Suzette, let me do one thing, because this may be a, a – uh, this may be a another co-host. If it's another caller like yourself, we'll make them hold and let you go first. But if this may be one of our calls, let me just see, because we've got a few of them that's running late tonight. Eric Code 682452, uh, go ahead and uh, your line is open and let us know. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Shalom, Brother Seth. This is Brother Ellie Stewart. Please go ahead and let Suzette uh, make a comment. I'm sorry. I was just letting you know I was on the line. <clears throat> Okay, brothers and sisters, well, LSU is joining us all the way from Fort Worth, Texas, and we got Suzette in California. Suzette, go ahead with your question or comment. Oh, thank you. I, I just wanted to say that I also think that a part of this spiritual warfare that we're having is heavily on demasculating men and young boys that will soon, you know, grow up to be men, and I think that the next generation has already been tainted because they're so they're they're emasculated, you know, they're they're taught not to be natural. And and that doesn't mean having violent behavior or anything else like that. It means being the head of the household, being, you know, taking care of your family, having a wife, you know, that will take care of the home, not necessarily, you know, in a way that um, you're saying, well, she has to stay home barefoot and pregnant, but it's a it's a companion, it's a it's a partnership, but it all falls in the realm of taking away from from you know our path because if you can't if the men can't find their way onto the path to our Lord and Savior to know their role in this world and in the next, then then we're done for. And so the information as far as that we're, um, that we need to have and learn and be aware of to know what's going on and be able to, to deflect if we can. Um, I, I, I think that a large part of, you know, having, having that peace and having the savior come back, return home, um, has a lot to do with that. I think that men and boys, unfortunately, um, I don't know, are missing that, that the role of the, the patriarch. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, let me just do this. I forgot to do this. Suzette, please forgive me for, the, for, for this, but I got this new thing where when we get our um, new callers, we like to just first of all acknowledge the fact that you are a new caller. So, again, uh, I can't get it to work now, but here we go. This is just for you being uh, 
you know what, never mind, it's not working. But I have this applause thing, but it won't work tonight. So I just want to say to you, first of all, what you just said, Suzette, was profound. And um, it's just profound, all there is to it. And LSU, your line is open. Um, (laughs) I just can't believe you said that. I mean, that's one of the things for me to talk about. I kid you not, but I just didn't think I'd get around to it tonight. It is so much on my my heart. We do talk about it on the show from time to time, but I have been experiencing things personally that's just everything you just said. There is this move. When I say experience, I mean I'm hearing from men. Uh, Yes, even in my own house, you know, I've had to talk to my wife about some things. There is this move, right? To uh, and again, this is a part of Satan's tactic. Like you said, spiritual warfare. You, I don't know where you get that information from, but that you have to be in the Holy Spirit because you're absolutely right. If men ever is displaced uh, in the home with a woman or any child or anybody, we're in trouble. And that is the mm-hmm. game. That is the rule. I was telling my wife. I thought it was mainly in the black community. Actually, actually, it's not true. I did not know that it was in the white community because I think they are, they're even worse than the black community, to be honest with you, because homosexuality, I think, is more prevalent in the white community. And, and there I go with mm-hmm. talking about white and black because these tags is man-made in the social construct. But the so-called, the world, the people whom the world classify as white and the people whom the world classify as black is what I'm trying to say so people know who I'm talking about. But in, in America, in America, our so-called white homes is this is crazy, you know. These now nobody know what a family is. It's a big thing. Obama started this. I shouldn't look at me. I can't believe I said that. That's not true. Obama did not start it. It started way before Obama, hundreds of years before Obama. But him making it legal for homosexuals to be married was a major setback for Americans. And I know Europe is 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 way ahead of us in that perversion, but I think you're you're spot on. And you said being a wife, a woman being in you know a, a woman's place, not like you said, you said it perfectly. Not bare feet in the kitchen cooking, but just just respecting her as a wife, listening to her wisdom, and a man making the final decision and taking full responsibility. But but listening to his woman and and her working along his side, not behind him, mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that's profound. I, I, what, what, what do your pastor teach like that? No, it's something that I've been observing actually for I don't know I guess the last five or ten years. I, I have two sons of my own, and thank goodness they're grown and have families of their own, and you know they they meet their um, responsibilities of being head of the household and so forth. So I'm thankful for that. But it seemed like um, after their generation, it just seemed like these boys or teens that should be a a little bit more masculine almost sound like the girls when they talk, you know, and yet they have girlfriends. And so I'm thinking, oh, boy, (laughs) something happened. Something didn't drop. Something didn't get through. I, I don't, I just can't understand what's going on. Um, and when you mentioned the spiritual warfare that we're having, and, and then it clicked, 
So I had to call in and, and bring that together as far as, oh, I see what's going on now. Okay. So oh, break well, down the men. Well, <laughs> listen, I, uh, uh, let me ask you, because I, I just got to go here. A lot of time when you hear this kind of talk, this kind of insight, it's just from people in the church or people affiliated with churches or they pass this really serious about this particular thing. I mean, are you affiliated with a congregation? Are you just studying the word on your own? Are you even a believer? Or do you claim to be a Christian? Are you just, just so? I mean, what is your spiritual uh, belief system? I study the word on my own, both my husband and myself. Um, we haven't had much luck with any of the churches that we've attended. They just seem to be... Um, the, the leadership in the church just seems to be missing. They're on their own agenda. So we study on our own. <laughs> we wow. read, you know, and we pray. So, yeah, it's, wow. it's unfortunate. Wow. wow. Well, listen, let me just say this. You, so, so can I respond to her before she gets off the line? Go right ahead. Uh, Suzette, that's the name, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Hi, Suzette. My name is Ellis Shua. Um your hi, comment, <laughs> your comment, oh, my goodness, your comment, uh, what it does, it gives voice to a lot of concern to a lot of believers, but yet they are reluctant to speak it, and especially speak it in groups where it can be heard by others other those people who are within their circle that they trust. Um, Seth has already hit it on a, a number of things, but believe me, it is one of the number one priorities of the enemy. And it is not something that's taking place on one plane. This is not a, a war or battle just that's fought on one particular ground. It's fought on a multiplicity of grounds. One of the things is, is the culture itself. Um, mm-hmm. What people don't take into consideration is when you start to try to correct imbalances, that you will always have that tendency to go to the extreme and push too far to the other side. So what you saw is a de- um Masculine, you know, the demasculinizing of black, of not just black men, but of men within our culture, and I think yes. the impact of the 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 Me Too movement, not to to be you know belittle that movement, because there were many people in that movement that had some serious, genuine grievances, but um, what happens whenever those things happen, politics exploit those situations, and then they push towards what is the ultimate primary agenda. And when we're talking about the primary agenda, the elites who control this, we're talking about people who are motivated by seriously demonic forces and energies. And, you know, Seth talked about not going too deep, but there's no way you can actually address this without addressing these issues. And so when you start promoting, I mean, like, I remember on Facebook years ago, I started seeing comments like um, toxic masculinity and things of that sort. And I'm like, whoa, I wonder who coined that phrase. And what is yeah. their, you know, political agenda? What is their particular um, value predisposition that masculinity now is becoming toxic? And what it was, it would begin to, it would start at the confusion of the roles. So with the legalized of homosexuality, all that did is just amplify what's taking place. And I'm saying this because I don't want you to lose point, lose, lose factors. I'm talking about spiritual forces working in high places, demonic forces. Uh, we had mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago that Barack Obama, when he signed that bill to legalize homosexuality, he gave a legal entity, he gave legal entity to a principality to begin to conduct evil affairs on this soil. 
uh, if you want a, a, a spiritual type out for that, uh, uh, I mean, uh, a type typology. If you look at the book of Daniel, when Daniel had prayed to the Father, asking him for an interpretation for the dream that he dreamed, he said that Daniel fasted 21 days because the interpretation did not come right away. So when the interpretation mm-hmm. did come by the hand of the angel Gabriel, he told him, he said, I was withstood by the prince. And if you read Ephesians 6 and, Ephesians 6 and 10, I think it says, it says that we wrestle not against flesh. It says the weapons of our warfare, uh, the weapons of our warfare are, not, are mighty through God. And then it talks about what we were against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and heavenly places. Now, when it says high places, if you read it in the English translated from the Greek, it literally means high places. It literally means in the heaven, demon forces that are operating. And so when he gave legalization to that, homosexuality was not the only thing that got a boost in this nation, perversion in and of itself. And a lot of what you're seeing, it's not happening just, it's happening when you see these movies now, the movies have, strong, have changed tender greatly. That's a demonic force mm. driving it. It says Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Uh, you have celebrities that go to Africa and adopt children that are boys and then they raise them as girls. You have a basketball player uh, of the Miami Heat, very, you know, person with a lot, great deal of popularity, who's raising his little boy as a girl. And what happens is that when people speak out contrary to it, then they become persecuted greatly within the media and on also on these social networking sites. So what it is, it is mm-hmm. a sign of the times. And literally what you stated, it, uh, but there is, this is the good part about it. <clears throat> Especially in regard to Israel. It says this. It says that in the latter days, that God will call, that Yahweh will call the fathers and he will return the hearts of the fathers to the sons. And that's what has to happen. I was thinking today, yeah. I have a son who's 15 years old. Now, what mm-hmm. you're talking about is something that's very relevant to me because uh, I have hold, a son who was. Hold on a second, Suzette. I mean, uh, hold on a second, Elishua. Suzette, how are you doing with the time? I want to make sure we're not holding you. Uh, you go with the time? Oh, oh yes, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm enjoying the okay. conversation, and wow, <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, go ahead, Ellis. But, uh, go ahead. Yes, I, I have a son who, and another aspect of it, which I didn't mention, which I'll pull this in, pull my son into in this regard, my sons. I have uh, three sons. One is deceased. Um, and the thing I did mention, which is probably the strongest, one of the strongest elements that is influencing the minds of the youth. It is literally indoctrinating them through the airways as they go to head with they go to sleep with headphones on their ears, listen to this music. And that is rap music. Rap music is an extremely destructive force because the scripture says that as a man thinketh, so is he. And that's why mm-hmm. I come in the opposite opposed to that. It says, Blessed is the man who who met, meditates upon the word of God day and night. But he'll be like a tree planted by the waters who will bring forth fruit in due season. So you see two opposite ends of the pole. But what these young people are doing now is that literally this information, this music, which is being promoted by some very wicked and satanic forces, because the, the intent of it, and I will say this very clearly, I'm both, I'm not kind of person with hope, so, is that it's, in, it's intended to destroy the African-American community. But they didn't count on the effect and the impact of the of the music and how it was going to have on the popular culture at large, and that's why hip hop and rap and hip hop is the most popular music 
genre on the face of the planet. It reaches from here to Africa, from here to the UK, from here to to Chinese, to Japan and China. It is the most popular music genre on the face of the planet, and it is impacting billions at this point of youth with the most destructive, self-destructive, self-defeating, self-hating message that you could conjure up. It could only be conjured up in a lab of demons. Mm. It's no different from the church when it says that many should get fall away, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. And that's what is informing this generation. And what Satan wants in this society specifically, this is the push for, for all the other societies influencing the little leaven, leaven the whole lump, is he wants a sexually neutral society. Because when you have a sexual neutral society, then your only step from that is a state where people do everything that they feel what is right in their own eyes. You live in a state of hedonism. He wants to take as many people to hell as he can. I'm through that. Wow. Yeah. And the Internet doesn't help. I watched a documentary the other oh, yeah. night about these transgender kids. And many of them that were on there, it was uh, 16 years and under, were um, asking for hormone therapy and so so forth. And so there were a couple of them, kids, they were telling their story as far as feeling depressed, not feeling like they fit into school, um, you know, with people, with other people. They just felt, you know, out of place. Well, that's most teens, and, and parents should recognize that, um, you know, but they did recognize it, and instead... So the, so the kid ended up watching a YouTube video about being transgender, and the kid said, that's when I knew that's what I was, transgender, because I didn't fit in anywhere. And it's like, whoa, mm. whoa, whoa, back up. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> your parents should, you know, did you talk to your parents about it? The mother saying, I just don't want my kid to suffer, you know, my child to suffer, as far as being depressed all the time, trying to kill themselves and so forth. So... She didn't find any other alternative, and the dad wasn't happy about it, but to give in to their request of having hormone therapy, you know, at 14 years old. And I thought, oh, boy, you know, what is going on? Why are people allowing their kids to be so confused and and to the point of going off the deep end? You know, it's just, I am just, I I just don't know. But you put a lot into perspective. Thank you. 18 years old. Don't forget about the. No, I was gonna say I have a doc. Hold on, Elsure, and then you can hop in there. Don't forget about the the, the teaching uh, of uh, uh, I think it's kindergartens about sexual uh, the sexual uh, revolution being taught in schools all over the country uh, so early uh, about gender um, gender confusion. Really, you know this thing where they have. Uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They got all these names I can't think right now, but they're they're exposing our kindergartens. Now, folks, is serious. They're now teaching them about being acceptance of same sex and with, with different uh, images and so forth. Suzette is only touching the, sur- the barely scraping the surface with her comments. As profound as it is, it's, it's a lot worse. But I don't want to 
paint the picture that there's no hope. We have the Internet, and just like the things come up fast, they can go away fast. That's the beauty of the Internet. It is a tool. It's used a lot of Satan, but there's a lot of godliness going on, Suzette and Ella Shore, and uh, there's a lot of people with blogs like myself, and we're speaking out this word, and and don't underestimate uh, yourself, Suzette, your voice tonight, and Ella Shore and his insight on 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 what you've shared and your insight on what you've you know what you've seen. People are hearing you tonight. And that's my thing is where is the hope when people hear shows like this? They're like, oh, my God, are y'all serious? Some people sleep under a rock. So I want them to know that there is hope. Uh, yes, the enemy will strike and make it look like, oh, my God, it's over. I don't know about that. I don't know about that because there's a conscience in every human being that's on our side. And I know it's being dulled and being challenged, but that conscience is there. And all we got to do is just keep speaking the word and keep praying for people and be bold. Talk to people and let them know this is not right, but do it in love. Go ahead, Elisha, please. Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate your show. And, again, that's what attracted me to it as far as, uh, you know, being open and, um, to a discussion, and when I was listening to to your show and listening to you speak, I was like, "Wow, this is really hitting things on the on the nail." Because we talk about the economy, we talk about this and that, but when it comes down to it, it comes down to the people, our our next generations, um, and and how that's where the change is going to be. And and if we stand by and allow these you know, teachings in school to go on and we don't stand up and say something. You don't even have to have a kid in school to go to a school district meeting and say, I oppose this drag queen story hour or whatever. Um, you know, it's just it's <laughs> enough of you come together like that and, and they will take it out of the school. It's been done before and it can be done again. And I do have hope because of shows like yours. So I appreciate you both and, and I appreciate you taking my call. Well, I appreciate that. And before you run, Ella, sure, really quickly, any final words, and then I'm gonna uh, any final words. Yeah, quickly. I would just say, yeah, I would just say, Suzette is uh, continue to do what you're doing, continue to seek the face of the Father. Um, we live in a time where we live, we have a reality, and then we have a surreal reality. And what the enemy has done, the uh, uh, Satan has caught people preoccupied with a surreal reality. And, the rea- and because if we saw the reality, many of us would be shocked. So I would say continue to seek the Father. Continue to ask him to give you understanding. One of my favorite scriptures is Ephesians 1 and 17, that God would give you the spirit of understanding and cause the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened, that you would know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in us as saints. Because part of the reason why this yeah. has happened is because we have been quiet for far too long. See, that's why they wanted to remove the Ten Commandments, because they didn't want any consciousness of God. And once they remove the consciousness of God, then Satan has been able to come in and lay forth, his, lay forth what is his game plan, what he wants to happen, his agenda. And again, the main reason why it has happened is because we have thought to oppose perverted and satanic forces through the realm of politics when we should have been in our knees interceding. Oh, so well, not not by so what he right. says, not by pipe, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we try to do it by might, 
and we try to do it through power, through the hands of politics, when we must need to do is humble ourselves, get on our face, and seek him to intervene. Because we are dealing forces that without his immediate involvement in our life, every day, we're not able to withstand. It says that even the saints warred against the beast and could not prevail. Well, Suzanne, any, any, com- any comments on, Thank I know you, you got the show there, but any comments? Any final comments? Uh, no, I'll just keep an eye out for your show, uh, for your next show, and um, and pass the word. And, um, oh. yeah, so thank you again. I really enjoyed this conversation. And uh, Ephesians one seventeen, you said, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure I had that right. Okay, great. Thank you All so right, well, much. Thank you, Suzette, and here's a little applause for you. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Okay, and again, that was Suzette. Again, we just thank her for calling in all the way in California. And, uh, folks, uh, you can't get no better than that. I just appreciate her contribution uh, to the show. Uh, Listen, everybody, again, we've hit a lot on spiritual warfare. We hit a lot on uh, uh, the song, uh, Going Up to the High Places. This is how it all started. And uh, I just felt like over the years, a lot of people trivialize us and saying y'all too deep into the, uh, and I know she had to run, so she listened for a while and she had to run, and I was trying to catch her. So, but she did listen for a good while, and I appreciate her tonight. But people be on uh, time crunches, so. But she did hear the applause. So listen, brothers and sisters, I just wanted to just talk about uh, that tonight again, Brother LSU, a lot of people um, trivialize us when we start talking about anything that they can't see with their eyes, hear with their ears. If we start talking about miracles, we lose some. If we start talking about anything uh, spiritual, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelations, Anything prophetic, anything that, that has to do with uh, spiritual warfare, I mean, I don't know the word, know the phrase, people start trivializing us. I'm serious. Over the years, man, I've lost callers because I won't just keep the show on the white man and, and going and marching and some very physical and some you can see and some you can monitor with your eyes. If you can't see it or hear it, people don't want to deal with it. What do you have to say about that, man? Speaking to me, sir? Yeah, what did that say about that? Yeah, I believe it is because people, it's what they can touch, it's what they can relate to, it's what they experience in their everyday world. And a lot of things, this Bible clearly says, it says the things of the spirit for many people are foolishness, you know, to the carnal mind. But because we live in a society, when we look at, the, when we look at our, you know, video media culture, uh, we look at the biggest movie house in the history of entertainment now is a place called Marvel. And Marvel is basically the picture videography of comic books that Stan Lee wrote, and now they're on the big screen. And they're the hottest-selling movies on the planet. So people definitely, this, this generation has definitely been primed for things of the supernatural and things of the deep. But the problem is, is that I go back to what we said, uh, what I stated last week. 
is the reason why they're not experiencing this, and literally Hollywood is, is fulfilling that void with a demonic menu, with a demonic diet, is because the place where they should have been seeing this manifested happening, it's not taking place. When we go back and look at the book of Acts, the apostles walked with such anointing that people got healed in their shadows. They didn't have to have a prayer meeting. They just walked. They walked in the presence of the Most High. And that's something that is not being promoted in these churches today because if you walk in the presence of the Most High and you walk in the Spirit of God, you can't fake it and shake it because there's things that call discernment and people can feel you and see you out. I've come to many churches where really I would see pastors all of a sudden become adversarial towards me, and I'd be wondering why. And the Holy Spirit says, because you've got the eye of the prophet. He knows you see him. And that's not just my experience. we got to get up in the power and the appointed because we're dealing with some serious, strong, satanic forces, and the only thing that's going to combat it is the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to become sanctified. We have to start get, We have to talk about the cross, about dying to self, dying to our will, dying to our way. We got to stop wanting things and wanting God more than things. We got to want the will of God more than comfort, people. That's our problem. We want to be comfortable. Yeah. Well, it's the people's sure book. The not... people's book. Last thing. The people's book that we read and we glean from is a witness. Every one of the apostles of Yahweh Hamashiach died. By means of martyrdom And there were thousands upon thousands Of believers that died thereafter Because of their stand with Christ We're trying to be too much like the world So we can't say anything to the world Well let me say this man uh, That's all you know uh, I kind of wish you was on earlier man Because we're closing out now and are you yeah, it's like if you knew what I if you knew what I got preoccupied in, it would really trip you out because I I lost time to studying some things between Beyonce and of all people, Twinkie Clark. Beyonce has a song called Church Girl out now, where she's basically encouraging young girls to to drop it like it's hot, get raunchy, and what have you. And one of the one of the lines in the song and uh, 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 that she got from Twinkie and Twinkie gave her permission is in the song. And then Twinkie is really on YouTube or someplace basically thanking her for using that line and glad that she listened to her music. I'm like, why do we make sin so comfortable now? So that's what got me distracted. Literally, before I looked up there, I was like, oh, my God, I need to show, the show is on. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the show was pretty much aimed at uh, uh, those that trivialize spiritual warfare and then the and, and what you're saying was right, just just for the record. What you're saying is spot on. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I wish I could have had you on longer to talk about that than the final minutes because we're closing out the show now. Maybe that'll be a cliffhanger for the next show. Well, actually, the next show will be Sunday. I'll be talking about the book. Uh, and, and, folks, by the way, don't forget to tune in on Sunday night. We'll be talking about uh, the book White Supremacy, talking about how it it's not just a white person thing, a white people thing, but that it's really uh, anybody with a brain that listens long enough to this philosophy is uh, is practicing it. I mean, literally, no matter who you are, and uh, whites are no more different practicing than blacks or, or none, none so-called non-whites. And so I talk about that, psychotic things, uh, 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 some psychological deep discussion uh um about that uh on sunday 
And then Monday, of course, is current events, where we talk about current events affecting you and yours. So, brothers and sisters, just know a lot coming at you on the Five Phone Network. LSU is on the line just sharing about some things he have seen with the church. And uh, maybe we'll pick it up on Monday, but we got to close out the show at this time. And I want to thank him for coming on and uh, sharing what he did share. Okay, tonight it's just been myself. I don't know what happened to all the co-hosts, but I know the L- uh, Purcell has been on, but he's uh, in the middle of doing some things. But that's what it is, folks. Sometimes we all these co-hosts, are, you heard them talk about what they do, and they're very, very busy, every single one of them. So I'm shocked they've been able to do the show when they do. So, LSU, thank you for coming on tonight. Why don't you go ahead and give your final, and we're going to wrap this show up, brother. Real quickly, because I know Seth has to get up. Seth has other things to attend to. Uh, I just want to say, you know, I was listening to the show uh, as uh, Suzette said, a lot of the stuff that you were saying, I definitely agree with, encouraged by it. Um, we sometimes forget to edify each other, and that's what the scripture says that we should always should be continually doing, is edifying each other, building one another up in the Holy Spirit. And But I would say this is that, you know, we're in, a, we're in, in the last days, people. We're in that final hour, and now it's time for us to do all those things that we have been read about, the things that we've seen in churches over the years, I'm talking the saints that are mature. And I'm talking, and that's not to, to exclude anybody, but right now this is a word that the mature saints need to hear. You know, a show, Seth did a show a couple of weeks ago talking about getting back to the basics. And we need to get back to the basics. The basics of just doing the work of spiritual maturation, spiritual, or getting spiritual nutrition. That means in the word. Praying in the Holy Spirit, you know, worshiping the Father, seeking the Father. Just like Suzette says, she didn't let the fact that she couldn't find the church that, that, that she felt that was given holy to the mission of Yahawashat Hamashiach without a man's agenda. But yet that does not stop her and her husband from breaking bread together as often as they possibly can. So I would say stay encouraged, stay fortified, walk in the Spirit. Uh, remember, we have authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing should by any means harm us. And whatever happens, whatever happens, remember this, all things work for the good of those who love him, stipulation number one, those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. All things, even the things that appear to be bad, the Most High uses those things and work them to our good, to our maturation, to our fruit. So in the name of Yahweh, shout out Yahweh, Hamashiach. I say to everyone and all, God bless you, and we'll look to hear from you all next week. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Well, listen, brothers and sisters. Uh, like I say every show, I'm very serious when I say this, brothers and sisters. Very, very serious. And LSU, I really appreciate him coming on tonight and his contribution. He, you see, he's passionate. And don't don't sleep on what he said about the church. It's very true, very very true. And, and uh, maybe we'll pick that up on Monday. So again, we thank him, Elishua Israel, for being in the house and, and sharing what he did. Folks, uh, uh, I can't do no better than what I just did. As far as uh, that one line, we're going up to the high place. You heard Elishua come on, and he he piggybacked off of that and talked about it even further. It's very serious when the scripture talks about we wrestle not against people, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, rulers of the darkness. Uh, this is our war, and if you're not, if that's not who you're fighting, you're not a very good soldier. I'm just going to be honest. It's like you're dangerous 
It begins like going to someone into Vietnam and they shooting at the Americans or something. You know, you gotta you gotta know your enemy. You gotta know the tactics of the enemy. And like I said, it's not as deep as we think. It's all about all of this warfare. All of this warfare, all these things Satan is doing, all the lies he's telling, all I mean, the whole Bible, it's really all about stopping one thing, us seeing the true love of the Most High. Because one, once mankind see it, if they can just see it clearly, they're going to touch the Father and it's over. Ball game over everything, and the Most High is going to come because people are going to call on Him properly, and His kingdom is going to be established. That's it. Believe it or not, I know y'all say, "Oh, it's more complicated than that." No, it ain't. It really ain't. It really ain't. It's complicated and it ain't complicated. All right, folks. Like I said, I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Don't forget Sunday night. I'm telling you, I'm going to go into things about white supremacy you never heard, 11 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. And then on Monday, we have the panelists in the house for current events, Hebrew Israelites' perspective on current events. All right? Thank you for your time tonight, brothers and sisters. I hope you've been blessed by this talk on spiritual warfare because I, I promise you, I put a lot into tonight's show. And then Ellis Shul came along with the icing. Good night. Check out this last song. Uh, this is serious as well. I always put a lot into the first and last song. Check this out, brothers and sisters. See you on Sunday. My God
God is awesome, the world is full of iconic figures The people praise him, they stock us up at a high percentage The giants in our eyes, the sky's the limit The picture painted is larger than life, but God is bigger Your God is greater I weighed him on the scale like cracks and gators Found that only God can save us And God is gracious, that's who we flock to In the day of trouble, and when we blow it like hot food it's all official, nobody's greater for Sean Mitchell You got it right with that song, it echoes the heart of scripture Yeah, they wonder why we so serious It's cause Jesus Christ is also man, period Okay, my Jesus, yeah. the son Christ, the king of kings And he's God on earth My Messiah born and raised to give us all a second birth And from heaven he came down, down To free all that we're about Oh God, the four and twenty fell down, casting down their cross 